Welcome back to the Hot Tibet's Daily Pick Show for Sunday, March 20th. Back with some more college basketball action for the last day of the round of 32. We've had a great weekend of college basketball so far. Looking to carry it over here into Sunday. Quickly, though, before we get into the card, looking over at the results. We are recording this Saturday morning, um, so we don't have results or anything for those Saturday games. But Friday, we did go 2-3 and three on Friday. Ended up going 3-2 and two on Thursday. So um, even so far through March Madness play here. If you haven't already checked out Odds Jam, though, head over there. They got the free bet tracking software. You don't have to pay anything to use this. You can enter your bets. It automatically grades it um, when all the games are over. It's a great software to use. They also have positive EV tools, um, some arbitrage betting stuff over on Odds Jam. So a lot of great sports betting tools um, that you can go check out over there. Use the link down below to sign up for Odds Jam. And let's get right into Sunday's card. Now, the first game we're taking a look at for Sunday, Houston taking on Illinois. Houston 30-5 and on the season, Illinois 23-9. and Houston comes into this game third in the hot to bet rankings, sec- or second in the hot to bet rankings, third in Kimpom. Illinois 17th in Kimpom, 11th in the hot to bet rankings. And, I mean, there's no hiding the fact that I absolutely love this Houston team. They're, they're very underseeded as a five seed. And, and, sure, they didn't have a whole lot of great competition. I mean, they end up going 15-3 in ACC play. Two losses to Memphis weren't great, but they shot lights out on Friday night against UAB. They looked like a very, very strong Houston team. And it's a Houston team that has certainly rebounded well from all the injuries they've had to deal with this season. But they're going up against one of their toughest opponents thus far this season, probably the toughest opponent they've had to play in Illinois here in this one. Illinois was able to slip by Chattanooga on Friday night, a one-point victory in that game. Got extremely, extremely lucky. And, and you know, overall, this Illinois team went 15-5 and five in conference play. And Kofi Coburn was a big reason why, dropping 21 points per game. But, you know, if Houston's able to shut him down like Chattanooga was, like Loyola Chicago was last year in the tournament, who knows what this Illinois team um, is going to be like. Going to have to rely on other guys, though. Um, Alfonso Plummer, you know, their next leading scorer, 14.8 points per game, certainly will have to step up um, if, you know, Coburn's not a presence in the lineup. Um, But overall, you know, this Illinois team has shot the ball well this season. A 52.8 effective field goal percentage, 36.3% from beyond the arc, and a 70.3 free throw percentage. But, I mean, um, Houston has shot the ball, you know, pretty similar to what Illinois has done. Kyler Edwards leads this Houston team in scoring with 13.9 points per game. Fabian White Jr. also dropping 13.2 points per game. And like I said, Houston's been a solid team as well, shooting the basketball. A 53.8 effective field goal percentage, 34.4% from beyond the arc. And Houston is hitting 66.6% of their free throws. Um, now, offensively, Kim Palm efficiency-wise, Houston does have the advantage. 10th on the offensive side of the ball, while Illinois is 27th. Houston also has the edge on the defensive side of the ball. 11th on defense and Illinois on 26th. And this game comes down to a, really a few things. One, how much do you value the analytics and then how much do you value past performance? I mean, if we're going off past performance, Illinois has certainly had the better season, but statistic-wise, I mean, Houston has been a super, super solid team. One thing Houston has done extremely, extremely well is in the turnover department. They force a lot of turnovers, forcing a 21.6 turnover percentage, the 31st best team in the country in that category. And while Illinois has been good on the defensive side of the ball, they just don't force a ton of turnovers, only forcing a 15.6 turnover percentage they're the 325th worst team in the country in that category and offensively they don't do a much better job holding on to the basketball i mean they do a little bit better but but still not a great job holding on to the basketball only holding on to 17.8 percent of their uh, possessions 
or rather turning it over on 17.8 of their possessions. Um, 127th in the country for Illinois in that category. Houston doing the better job here, only turning it over on 16.9% of theirs. 76th in the country in that category. And, you know, this Houston team, when we were going through the brackets, the, the live streams we had earlier in the week, I absolutely loved this Houston team. Um, you know, I, I expressed to them that I feel like they, this next game, Houston versus Arizona, which, you know, the most likely matchup um, for that game, I think the winner um, of that game is certainly going to the national championship game and this houston team has been very very impressive to me this season yeah they might not have the wins but statistically they're just a solid solid basketball team and i think they go through illinois fairly easy here haven't been super sold on this illinois team so looking over to odds jam for this game if we go ahead scrolling down here um houston uh minus four doesn't look like we really have great odds on that one um, minus four and a half though got a couple of minus 105s here so we'll go ahead and look lock in houston minus four and a half um, at minus 105 now moving down sunday's car the next game we're taking a look at ohio state taking on villanova ohio state 20 and 11 on the year villanova is 27 and 7 ohio state comes into this game 31st in kimpom 16th in the hot tibet rankings villanova 12th in kimpom seventh in the hot tip bear rankings and this is a villanova team that had a great win over delaware in the first round um you know looked questionable at the start of that game but were able to pull away pretty easily um and really never looked back they were a great team in the big east this season going 16 and 4 and overall villanova has just been very very impressive not to say that ohio state hasn't but they certainly struggled down the stretch of the season going 12 and 8 in big 10 play i mean the loss at home to, to nebraska is, is certainly a a question mark for this team um but they looked very very strong over Loyola Chicago and, and EJ Liddell um, you know is a great scorer when he's going off for this Ohio State team dropped 19.5 points per game this season Malik Brahman is also dropping 13.4 points per game and offensively Ohio State is a super strong basketball team they've shot the ball extremely extremely well a 54.5 effective field goal percentage 36.6 percent for me on the arc and hitting 76.1 of their free throws um, but that's not to say Villanova is a bad shooting team by any means I mean Colin Gillespie um, you know is one of the best players in the Big East. He's dropping 15.9 points per game this season. Justin Moore, also a great scorer, dropping 15.2 points per game. And overall, this Villanova team has shot the ball very well this year. A 52.3 effective field goal percentage, 36.2% from beyond the arc. And one thing, probably the, the thing I love most about this Villanova team is how well they have shot their free throws. 82.5% from the free throw line. Villanova is the number one team in the country when it comes to free throw shooting. But both these teams on the offensive side of the ball are very, very strong. Looking over at Kim Palm efficiency wise, um, Villanova is ninth in adjusted offensive efficiency. Ohio State 12th in adjusted offensive efficiency. Um, and Villanova is also pretty strong on the defensive side of the ball. 33rd adjusted defensive efficiency. Um, Ohio State has certainly struggled on the defensive side of things. 107th defensive wise coming into this game. And, you know, not to say that the, the Ohio State defense has been all bad. They, they've certainly had their moments, but it really has hurt them. And we saw that against better teams in the Big East. They, they had a hard time keeping up. Um, their shot defense hasn't been great this season, allowing a 40, a 40 37.5 effective field goal percentage isn't bad, but they are allowing 33.7% from beyond the arc. Villanova doing a little bit better. Effective field goal percentage-wise, the exact same, a 47.5, but um, perimeter defense has certainly been much better. A 30.6 three-point percentage is all Villanova is going up, giving up. 
And I really think this Ohio State team against a tough opponent in Villanova um, is really going to struggle in this game. I absolutely love Jay Wright and, and what he has cooking um, with this Villanova team. I've been very, very impressed with how they've been playing as of late. And, and I think they roll through this game pretty easy. Looking over to the odds for this one, um, if we scroll down here on Odds Jam, um, looks like Villanova minus five. You're not really anything bettable there. Minus five and a half. Um, besides this odds jam perfect line, looks like minus five and a half or minus 105 um, is the best line we can get for Villanova. So um, we'll go ahead, lock that one in. Villanova minus five and a half. Now moving down Sunday's card, the next game we're taking a look at Iowa State taking on Wisconsin. Iowa State 21 and 12 on the year. Wisconsin is 25 and 7. Iowa State comes into this game 36th in Kim Palm, 105 in the hot tip at rankings. Wisconsin 34th in Kim Palm, 28th in the hot tip at rankings. And you know, this Iowa State team certainly, you know, got off to a very hot start this season, struggle a little bit in Big 12 play. They end up do they do end up going seven and eleven in conference play, but you know, got a great, impressive win in that opening round of the tournament here over LSU but you know Wisconsin is not going to be an easy team and it's a Wisconsin team that certainly surprised me this season I was not expecting this Wisconsin team to be any good they do get through Colgate in the first round while be it it was questionable at times that they end up winning by like seven points they don't cover uh, but do get the win there and overall Wisconsin was solid in Big Ten play I mean obviously co-Big Ten champions go 15 and 5 in the conference um, and obviously you know Wisconsin has a couple of great shot scores Johnny Davis has been amazing this year 19.8 points per game for him him. Brad Davidson also dropping 14.1 points per game. But overall, shooting-wise, Wisconsin could certainly use a little bit of help. Um, only a 48.1 effective field goal percentage, 31.3% from beyond the arc. They have been good from the free throw line, though, hitting 74.2% of their free throws. But they're going up against an Iowa State team um, who offensively may not be the best team in the world, but they certainly haven't shot the ball horribly by any means. Um, I mean, Iowa State comes into this game. Isaiah Brockington leading them with 17.3 points per game. Tyrese Hunter is also dropping 11.2 points per game. Um, and like I said, Iowa State struggled a little bit shooting the ball, but still not a bad team. Um, a 49.8 effective field goal percentage, 32.2% from beyond the arc, and a 68.4 free throw percentage. Um, offensively, uh, efficiency-wise, though, Iowa State certainly not the, the the most polished team in the world. 141st in that category, while Wisconsin 50th. But on the defensive side of the ball, Iowa State has certainly showed up this season. 10th on the defensive of efficiency, Ken Palm rating. Um, Wisconsin is 37th on the defensive side of the ball. Um, one area, though, that, that Wisconsin has done a semi-good job defensively is rebounding the basketball, pulling down 75.7% off the defensive glass. Um, Iowa State, though, doing pretty good as well, pulling down 71.2%. Offensively, Wisconsin's rebounding because use a little bit of work, only pulling down 26.2%. Iowa State pulling down 28.1% off the offensive glass. And really, when this game comes right down to it, um, offensively, yeah, Wisconsin on paper is the much more solid team um but iowa state certainly hasn't shot the ball horribly this season and defensively when iowa state shows up they're a very very good basketball team i mean we're gonna see quite the defensive battle in this game certainly two teams who are better on the defensive side than the offensive side i think the gap for iowa state on the defensive side is wider than the gap for wisconsin on the offensive side um and that's why i think iowa state is able to keep this game close i don't see wisconsin running away with this one now looking over to oz jam for the odds for this game scrolling down here um, looks like Iowa State plus four and a half. Um, yeah, it's going to be the best line um, we're going to get. And outside of this odds jam, perfect line. Looks like minus 108 um, is about the best line. So we'll go ahead and lock that one in. Iowa State plus four and a half against Wisconsin.
The final game we're taking a look at on Sunday's card, Miami taking on Auburn. Miami comes into this game 24 and 10 on the year. Auburn is 28 and 5. Miami 54th in Kempom, 70th in the hot tip rankings. Auburn 9th in Kempom, 19th in the hot tip rankings. And Miami, you know, able to sneak by USC in that opening round game. Uh, a disappointment to me because I bet on USC, you know, but USC just could not hold on to the basketball. Miami's defense uh, was just doing such a good job forcing turnovers in that game. And it was a Miami team that certainly did impress me this year. You know, going 14 and 6 in ACC play um, was a solid year for this Miami team. But they're going to against a hard opponent in Auburn. Obviously, Auburn getting the win over Jacksonville State in the opening round. Auburn, a team that finished SEC play 15 and 3. But that's not to say this Auburn team isn't without their flaws. Um, I mean, they are led, you know, by Jabari Smith, who's been a great short scorer for this Auburn team, 17.2 points per game for him. KD Johnson also dropping 12.3 points per game for Auburn. And overall, as a team, Auburn has shot the ball well, a 50.4 effective field goal percentage and 32.3% from me on the arc and 73.1% from the free throw line. But if Miami is going to have a shot in this game to keep up, it is that offense for Miami um, that they're going to have to rely on. Cameron Mugusty leads this Miami squad with 17.4 points per game. Isaiah Wong is also dropping 15.4 points per game. And overall, Miami has done a good job shooting the basketball, a 53.9 effective field goal percentage, 34.7% from beyond the arc, and a 74.4 free throw percentage. And it's a big reason why Miami actually gets the slight edge on the offensive side of things in this game. Um, Kim Palm, efficiency-wise, Miami is 18th in adjusted offensive efficiency compared to Auburn, who's 22nd in adjusted offensive efficiency. But Auburn obviously has a major, you know, advantage on the defensive side of things, eighth on the defensive side of the ball, while Miami 144th. And, you know, even though Miami is certainly a better team on the offensive side of the ball than defense, their defense is an absolutely horrible. And we saw against USC, if they're able to force turnovers, they can stay in any basketball game. I mean, granted, their shot, it was either turnover or leave the guy wide open um, in that USC game for Miami, but um, Miami has done a good job forcing turnovers this year. They're forcing a 20.5 turnover percentage, 60th in the country. Actually, the exact same percentage as what Auburn is forcing. Both these teams forcing a 20.5 turnover percentage. But when it comes to holding on to the basketball, Miami has certainly been the stronger team offensively, only turning it over on 13.9% of their possessions, the sixth best team in the country in that category. Auburn has had a little bit of a struggle turning it over on 16.7 percent of their possessions 65th in the country in that category and um, i really think because of that auburn is going to struggle to pull away in this game i think miami is going to rely on the turnover margin to, to try and you know force you know fast break points in their favor um, and they're able to use that to set up their offense and, and really just keep this game close um, so looking over to the odds for this game miami taking on auburn um, go ahead scrolling down here um looks like miami plus seven and a half pretty much uh, minus 110 everywhere except for this um odds jam perfect line but um we'll go ahead and put it in miami plus seven and a half against auburn and that wraps it up for Sunday's college basketball show. Like all week, if you want to see more college basketball action and everything happening this week, head over to hotdebest.com. Take a look at the computer model picks up there. College basketball, NBA, NHL. Um, if you're watching this early on Saturday, got the UFC card coming up. So go take a look at all of that. Also, follow the Hot Tibbets main account on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok to stay up to date with everything that's going on with those computer model picks. And also follow me at Hot Tibbets Chris on Twitter and Instagram to stay up to date with all the picks that I make here on the videos as well as any other personal content that I'm putting up. And last but definitely not least, if you're watching here on YouTube, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, hit the bell notification so you don't miss out on any future content. And most importantly, drop a comment down below. Let me know who you guys are betting on for Sunday's college basketball card. Thanks for watching today's show. 
I will see you guys tomorrow.